Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Good Tuesday afternoon to you. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Michael Mergens, First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Our good friends at Dickie's uh, called us this morning. Wanted to remind us that you can go to Dickie's.com and order anything on their wonderful menu here in Hattiesburg or in Laurel or elsewhere, and they will have it delivered to your house. You can also pick up your favorite Dickies treats at their drive through window. So uh, Dickies is delivering. Uh, Dickies.com, the full menu is available there. Uh, Dickies drive throughs are open and uh, anxious to have you uh, come pick up some of their delicious food. And what a better time for comfort food than right now. And uh, you'll find it at Dickies Barbecue Pit. Brisket. Ribs. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah. is – I was I was uh, driving home yesterday, Bob. Saw a really cool thing: a father and a son in the front yard throwing the baseball. Well, Kids is, probably yeah. six, seven years old. Yeah, and uh, you got time for that now. You can take advantage of it. And don't see enough of that, actually. But uh, yeah, I agree. All right, track coach John Stewart. He's out in Dallas, Texas. He's going to be joining us here in the next segment. Uh, we'll go catch up with Kelly Sander. Uh, who is quarantined somewhere? We just haven't been able to uh, figure out where, but we're just an official off. government facility yeah, or official government facility, and we're glad that uh, he's being confined uh, indefinitely. But we'll be talking uh, to Kelly a little later. Uh, first up today, guys, and uh, this uh, I think I sent you a text last night, Luke, about ten o'clock when I first saw this, and you know it was the news that we all know no one wanted to hear in sports, and it was the news that just yesterday. Coach Barry told us that he was holding out hope against hope that uh, we wouldn't hear. Uh, But the baseball season is lost, and all spring sports are lost. As Conference USA released a statement last night announcing the cancellation of all spring sports competition and championships due to the ongoing public health crisis, of course, uh, with the virus. Uh, Statement earlier today uh, from the athletic director, Jeremy McLean, said the university will work diligently with Conference USA and the NCAA to ensure that student-athletes regain their lost year of eligibility. Also, in coming weeks, the Southern Miss ticket office will be making contact with all softball and baseball season ticket holders who have been affected by the cancellations, and I'm assuming uh, refund their money to them and uh, and get squared up with them. Uh, Coach John Stewart's track team also affected. We'll talk to him uh, in just a few minutes. But thoughts around the table here, guys. Uh, Boy, what a – I got to tell you, of all the things related to sports that, that I've listened to and heard over the past couple of weeks, my heart sunk when I read that last night. Well, I was just thinking, you know, just uh, about a month ago, I was out in the roost and Walner and Dozier and Cliff Russell and Jason Lowry and Mark Maddox, and it was the opening day of baseball season. And Jody Lott had really good deer sausage out there and – Jay Ladner had walked through, and man, we were we were having a great time. And then you look up, and 
Five weeks later, the uh, the rest of the season is it, it's gone, and I mean it's it, from a baseball standpoint. Obviously, you're twelve and four. You got a young team. Uh, you're playing well. Um, even though Gabe Shepard got hurt, you're looking uh, pretty good pitching wise. And it's not just that. Like softball was fourteen and fourteen and eight. Track is uh, had had started with the indoor season, setting multiple uh, school records, and talked to Coach Stewart uh, in the next segment. But um, women's tennis was undefeated, you know, and so you just – it's one of those things you look back and you just say, man, what would we be talking about, you know, six weeks from now if the season was continued to go? It's it's kind of hard to wrap your hand around. I mean, it's kind of hard to realize that the season ended before it ever got started. This beautiful new field is out there and now nobody's going to play on it. Uh, These kids – Gathered up back in the fall, starting to get ready. And not just kids here, but all college. I mean, athletes. this is is this is really what the first time since World War II that a sports season has been no, interrupted I think in this that's fashion. Right. I think that's right. Even after Hurricane Katrina, it was only a week or so that uh, we were down here watching a football game. It was. There were blue tops on all the buildings, but nevertheless, they were playing football. Even after nine eleven, NFL took off one week, maybe. Yeah. Even yeah. after nine eleven, you know, there was a they missed a week and. Uh, and came back and started playing unprecedented, just unprecedented. And not comparing it to World War II or anything, but it's the reason why there's cancellations is you don't know what's next. You don't know how long it'll last. You don't know what it's going to look like. You you, and so you get it. Now, even yesterday, we announced the Mississippi high school sports um, has suspended. You know, through March 30th, that'll probably obviously result um, in, in longer, if not full, cancellation. Junior college. So it's one of those things like, okay, this is the new normal for a little bit. What do we do? Um, what's our uh, what what do we do at our homes? What do we do with our communities? And I think in some ways, Bob, and, and we can talk about this later too, I've been wrestling with as a pastor, like, you know, people in our social groups and people in our communities and people, friends, and, and it goes for anybody, church members, how do you... How do you maintain like real community in a society right now that is limiting community? Right. Because all the things that we would rally around, there a, a right. big chunk of that with sports is not there right now. Right. Michael, I know you and your wife are very involved in your church. Uh, what's the reaction you see from uh, from your fellow church members? It's devastating. Uh, even my mom's church was canceled over the weekend. She's in Illinois, where they have a worse situation, and she just she didn't know what to do with herself. She helps with the daycare in the morning before service and she just mm-hmm. was lost that's what she said i'm i'm completely lost not because that's what she looks forward to every week is going right. there as almost everyone who attends church that's the highlight and, and i'll use my mother here for a minute she lives in a retirement community here in hattiesburg and obviously all elderly people living where she lives and they seem to have been taking everything in stride Right. And, and I assume they are now. But I could hear it in her voice when they canceled the church service Sunday morning, which is inside their facility. Mm-hmm. I won't say panic, but I can tell you that her tone completely seemed different to me. And it occurred to me that that probably was the single thing that psychologically affected the residents in that facility more than anything. Well, what you're what you're dealing with and this this goes with anything inside the church outside the church as a culture the most vulnerable people right now are senior adults are oftentimes 
the people that need that most community. And so the challenge is, and I would encourage anybody out there, you know, um, you know, you need to reach out to people. Even if you, I wouldn't say, you know, go and, and sit with, um, you know, a senior adult because we were being advised against that, the government wise. But we need to be, in, in our scope of circle of people, we need to be reaching out. We need to be calling. We need to be texting. We need to be checking on people. You can go and buy groceries and leave it in somebody's carport. You can go out and rake somebody's yard. Um, you can go and get somebody's mail. You know, there's things you can do like that where you don't have to have, you can, you know, obey mm-hmm. these guidelines that are given to us. But it, it's a time for everybody, and, and we don't know how long it's going to happen. So start it today. Like, check on somebody, you know, mm-hmm. check on somebody. Uh you know, go back to baseball for a minute. Look, I recognize that baseball is a game. We all we all know that. We all sit here an hour every day and talk about games. But what you said is true. Southern Miss baseball in this community is more than just a game. It's a stress reliever. It's a social gathering. It's a relaxing atmosphere. It's where friends gather, the same friends, and watch baseball week after week. It's where little boys and girls show up with their gloves and their hats, and they're excited. And it is a big, big part of American culture, I believe. Southern Miss baseball, college baseball, professional and baseball. To take it away is just – it's almost numbing. Zoom out. So start in Hattiesburg. And it's not just Southern Miss that's affected. It's high school, so Oak Grove right here, Pedal. Um, you know, in, in Ellisville, the, the youth league's been canceled, you know, or suspended. So from the very ground up, then you start zooming out. You look at the state of Mississippi, how big of a deal college baseball is in the state of Mississippi. Three Starkville, top 20. I mean, Oxford. It, it's crazy. I mean, you want to talk about, you know, we know how many people there are at the Pete. Ole Miss will have eight to 10,000 people. State will have the same. I mean, we're not the only people affected by this. No, and then you zoom out, Major League Baseball is what? Oh, delayed for till till, till May, you know, and so it's a, it's just there's a there's a void, obviously that is missing in our culture right now. In some ways, I think it it may allow us to sober up a little bit, and uh, to look around and and realize maybe those, maybe that circle we've been jamming square pegs in all our life, you know, there's something else that that fits better there. And so it's a it's an opportunity though for us to realize we're all in it together. And so let's check on one another and, and uh, let's let's plow through it together. I think that's the way to do it. Michael, didn't I hear you say on your show this morning that they've already extended spring break in high schools and elementary Yeah, Lamar right? County has, uh, Hattiesburg, Forest County, and Pedal School District are waiting to decide on that, but more than likely probably will. Southern Miss off until March, you know, March 30th. Oh, and Jones also has extended theirs, and they'll go to online uh, starting on the 30th. All right, Coach John Stewart, I think he's tried to reach us already once. Uh, He's in Dallas. We hope to catch up with him, and uh, we'll have him on the show next. Welcome back. Glad you're with us this afternoon. Trying to bring a little levity uh, to our day every day at 1 o'clock. Talk about Southern Miss sports. This segment sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. 
You can still buy your Southern Miss apparel, and if you don't want to leave the house, you can uh, buy it online. Luke right there wearing a brand-new Southern Miss uh, trucker's hat that he bought. Campus Bookmark. Campus Bookmark. CampusBookmark.net, and uh, they will deliver things right to your front door. Okay, as we said in the first segment, uh, really depressing news uh, in that Conference USA has canceled all spring sports and championships, and that affects more than baseball. That affects our fine track and field team, and Coach John Stewart is with us today. And, uh, Coach, uh, when did you first get an indication that the track season may uh, may not resume? Well, I was uh, in a hotel at the uh, NCAA Championships, and the the news just came on us so quickly. Like every 15 minutes, we get a new update from, uh, you know, no spectators in the stands to no coaches meeting, and then uh, a few hours later, uh, no championship. So it, it was, you know, I'm still in that shock stage right now, uh, just thinking that, uh, you know, wow, what just happened? Um, uh, you know, I do understand it's all for the for the better, for the health and, and safety of our uh, community and, uh, and our country, but, you know, but it's still pretty shocking. Sitting in the hotel, getting ready to go to the championships the very next day, it starts, and they say, okay, just go home. So you were literally at the championships with your qualified athletes when you were told it's over. Yeah, we were there, and, and uh, you know, I'm just in a hotel going, what in the world? So I immediately go into, uh, you know, what are we going to do stage? So uh, let our coaches know, uh, let our, uh, you know, uh, Eric Richards know, and you know, he was still, you know, he had, uh, he took it very well. He, he wasn't happy, of course, but, uh, you know, we immediately just sent out a message to the, the team that this is what's happening. And as soon as we send out that message, we get more information. So mm-hmm. we have to send out another message to the team. And so it's like every time I send out a message about, hey, school is closed, track season's over, uh, you know, we get another update 30 minutes later. So it, this has happened pretty quickly. Um, you know, and, and that's why it is, it's, it's pretty devastating, but, you know, uh, this is something we'll get through. I mean, you know, it, it, you have to be well-rounded and track and field is kind of our life, but, uh, you know, we got to have other interests as well just to, to get through things like this. So coach, what does this mean in this respect? Does this mean yesterday we had coach Barry on the show? You, you two are kind of our go-to guys this time of the year. And, and he didn't know what this meant moving forward in respect to practicing, recruiting, keeping certain kids on your rosters and other kids are leaving. I'm right. going to assume you're in the same boat. We're we're in the same boat. I mean, we've already gotten more information as of yesterday. Uh, you know, we are we still don't know about practice. Um, you know, I think the the best thing that we are going to do is we're going to have our kids stay home if they need to if they need to be on campus for tutoring or to pass their classes or if they need to be you know kept in uh, close proximity. You know, we, you know they can return, but we've had enough parents concerned that they they want to keep them at home. So I'm just going to go with the parents' wishes right now. But uh, you know, it's, right now this is a lot more important than practice time. So when 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 the bell sounds and they say it's okay to come out of your your house or whatever, then then we'll worry about practice. But right now it's we're just we're concerned about the health and safety of our kids. Coach uh, Luke here, um, what's your message uh, to your seniors? I know a lot of uh, Jeremy McLean said it today, and, and the NCAA has said they're working on that 
you know, to get the year of eligibility back. But I mean, what do you what do you tell um, some of your your seniors? I think there's 11 on the ladies side. There's three on the men's side. But what do you do when you look at a kid like Eric Richards, who you know had potential to to be a was going to be an All American? What's been your uh, your message to them? Well, the message is, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that they're going to get the season back, and it's like, hey, I'm all. All you can say is, I'm sorry, and uh, I, I know you're disappointed, but we're we're doing whatever we can to get the season back if that's what you want. Um, you know, you have some that are like, hey, I'm ready to get out of here. You have some that are really disappointed, but the the message is that, hey, I understand. And I'm here. I mean, if you need to come and, and, and yell and scream and, and throw chairs and, and get mad, then, you know, you can do that. Um, I'm here to listen, and, and I'm just here. Uh, you know, uh, that's all I can say is, you know, you've got, a, you've got an ear that's going to listen all your, to, uh, to your concerns, and that's all you can do right now. That, um, I, can't, I can't magically bring the season back for them. So. I mean, that's a. I think you're you're leading exactly right. I mean, I think that's that's excellent. Um, we we talked. Uh, we were we were talking Friday to to Coach Rowan with basketball, and they did just when we were talking to him, it had just come over where the NCAA had has limited recruiting until April fifteenth. How does how does that uh, you know affect track and field? Would this normally be a time between practice and meets that you're actively recruiting? How does that affect you? Yeah, this is a this is a big time for recruiting. There's a lot of kids that are that's kind of come out of the woodwork at this time of the year. You know, uh, a lot of kids in Mississippi that that uh, have great senior seasons, and and you know we're going to look at some of the uh, the big championship meets at this time, um, and we're not going to get to see those. So uh, you, you know we're, we can get on the phone and call kids, uh, you know, all day and night, but it's you know there's still kids that want to come see campus. And if they can't, they're not going to sign unless they can come see the campus. So that's that's part of it. Uh, and but then if you sign kids that say, "Hey, I just just send me a scholarship and we'll sign it," then I am, you, you know, sometimes you never know what you're going to get. Uh, we, you know, we just don't have a chance to really build a relationship with with some of the athletes you're trying to sign. A lot of our listeners are familiar with football signing and basketball signing and baseball signing. Typically, when does track and field commitment start? Now that we've pushed it back at least a month, uh, does that in, in, encroach on when you would normally sign kids? When does that happen? No, we're signing kids. I mean, our signing date started in November, uh, second week in November, and we're wide open all the way. We can sign kids anytime, all the way up until now. Uh, but now that we have a dead period, we can't really, uh, you know, we can't communicate with them other than just phone calls and text messages, and that's it. But we can't see anybody face-to-face. We can't go out and watch track meets. And we've signed some really good kids already, but, you know, we still have some money that we're trying to uh, we're trying to pick up some, some good kids here and there. And, and, you know, we're just kind of putting that on pause right now. Uh, I still feel very confident we're going to get some good kids after this is all lifted, but uh, yeah, this is a time where I'd like to be out uh, hitting the road and trying to find some kids, but Coach, uh, it just, just can't do it. Coach, you're still there now, right? Where they were having the where they were having the championships? Am I right? Uh, no, uh, that no. was in Albuquerque, okay. New Mexico, okay. and you know now I'm. Uh, we had had plans like I was going to spend like two days out in. Uh, I'm actually in Fort Worth, Texas, going to spend a couple days here with with family. I got you. And and then and then come back. So, uh, but I am. I'm still just kind of. 
sitting at home and, and resting up because yeah. as soon as I get back, I know it's going to be there's going to be a lot of work to be done. Sure. So. Well, I'm, I'm curious to ask you this: if you've been in an airport or traveling over the last couple of days, what is it like? What did you What did you see? Did it Did things appear to be out of out of the ordinary? No, the only thing that was 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 odd to me. We left New Orleans uh, flying out. We had a very we had a, we had a flight that's about one third full, and that was on Wednesday uh, last week. Uh, but you know our flight to Albuquerque was full, and you know the the airport seemed to be you know they had people there. It, they mm-hmm. didn't you know the, the flights that we were on. Of course, they were full of athletes too. So mm-hmm. uh, I didn't see anything really all that different at the airport. Did you see a lot of people wearing masks and that sort of thing? I saw more than you normally see, but you know it wasn't too, it wasn't that many. It just didn't seem as out of the ordinary as you would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that was out of the ordinary is we went to a Walmart uh, in Albuquerque and we couldn't find a shopping cart. And I was going, "What on earth is going on?" And you know, all the paper goods were gone, and mm-hmm. and all the bottled waters were gone. And I was thinking, "What on earth?" And then you know, next thing you know, we're I start listening to the news, and and now the now the panic, I guess, right. that's going on. Because there's such a documented history of, uh, you know, COVID-19 affecting your digestive tract and needing toilet paper. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and it seems like no one, no one wants the, uh, you know, they all wanted the cheap bottle of water. All the expensive bottle of water was yeah. still, uh, still on the well, shelf. So. Coach, you got all this free time now. You need to train me, okay? So I might, uh, I might look you up there. Uh, hey, I tell you what, you know, I'm, I'm, this is where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on myself now and just trying right, to get, right. get myself a little bit better shape, too. So, yeah, let's do it together. Well, let me give you a heads up, Coach. Before you come back to our area, you might want to pick up some bottled water, some bread, and some toilet paper because it's pretty scarce around here right now. Well, you know, if I have to go outside and pick up leaves and stuff like that, <laughs> whatever i got to use, I'll, I'll do it. You know, we're going to be roughing it, I guess. That's that's the concern I have is when we get back to Hattiesburg, is, is, are all the stores going to be empty? We need to, we need to stop somewhere on the way back. But yeah. you know, I'm, I, in Fort Worth, they seem to be empty around here too. So, right. well, odd times we're living in momentarily, but it'll pass, Coach. And uh, we'll be oh, back yeah. before long talking to you about track and field again. We really appreciate you talking to us today, and uh, we wish you safe travels back home. Certainly, thank you. See you later, guys. All right, Coach John Stewart, everybody. Head coach, track and field, University of Southern Mississippi. And I know you agree, Luke, a really nice guy. Great guy. Safe travels back, Coach. Kelly Sander is next. Not so great, but he's still going to talk to us from his secret quarantine location next. To the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back on a Tuesday, third segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 4th Street in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, home of the 895 lunch, and you get a drink with that. Check them out on Facebook, 4th Street Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of the Eagle 
hour. Bob, Luke, and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, Mississippi on a uh, just continues to be a very unique uh, two weeks and we remain committed to you. Um, even if we got to reminisce maybe a little more than, than what we usually do, we will talk Southern Miss and Southern Miss sports here on the Eagle Hour. Now joining us from an undisclosed location in a desert region of the southwestern part of the United States, Kelly John Sander. How is it in Nevada, Kelly? Well, I was going to say there's a lot of a lot of weird looking aircraft around here, and uh, people walking around in hazmat suits. And man, I don't I don't exactly know where I am. They right got now. one to fit you down there. I uh, no no there's not enough uh, there's not enough hazardous material to go around to fit me. It's one um, of the tarps from the UFOs they found. Correct. I just use this. And we you know want what? we want to commend you, Kelly, for volunteering to be a to be a test dummy for the coronavirus. And how how are the injections, experimental injections, making you feel at this point? Actually, I feel fine, but there's word around here that, uh, you know, the government doesn't want groups of 50 or more to gather, so what? UTSA in Middle Tennessee said they're going to go ahead with their baseball <laughs> That's so good. The bird bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they said they never drew 50 anyway. So. No, we, yeah, we were joking last week, Bob, on Friday with Coach Roan about the three Middle Tennessee basketball mm. fans that were, that were <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think we got it bad. Holy cow. You know. Well, I'm glad another at least it did i mean when when utsa had a baseball game john and jack as the radio crew doubled the attendance i'm just relieved to know at least those two schools are going to get to play it's a game today kelly they're going to have a weekend series they're going to have trouble coming up with opponents but other than that they're going to play each other and they'll still be less than 50 i mean in murfreesboro it's pretty bad when they have to do rock paper scissors to see who has to buy the season ticket All right, seriously, it is it's official now. All conference USA sports for the spring cancel. We talked to John Stewart last segment. And uh, you know, just I, I feel I mean, not just from a coaching perspective. We talked to Scott Barry, you talked to Joy Lee McNellis, you talked to John Stewart today, Kelly, and you hear all the same thing. Um, they're communicating what needs to be communicated to their athletes, and it really does show how much of a family Southern Miss Athletics is. It, it does. It's just, it's the grand, and, and look, we've, we've kind of talked about this before, but we're erring on the side of caution, um, but it's going to go a lot further than this. I mean, you know, yesterday now they have officially canceled the run for the roses. The Kentucky Derby right. is now has now been canceled. That's the first week in May, and of course, particularly dear to my heart, and a lot of Southern Miss fans, because I see them up there, is at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the greatest spectacle in racing, and that'll be run right now the last weekend in may and they're indianapolis will not cancel it at this point they just said it's you know when you're talking about six hundred thousand people uh the the logistics of canceling something like that and and um but obviously public health but i can't help but think with everything that's being done that that this thing would be over sooner rather than later um i agree with that i i was talking to a relative that was actually flying today and on a flight from St. Louis to Houston, 10 people hmm. on the whole plane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then on the flight from Houston to Gulfport, there were three people. Yeah. On the plane. Right. So, you know, everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, and you know, our country, we take a beating sometimes, but when, when push comes to shove and we have to do what we have to do, 
I just can't help but think, I mean, you know, I just can't help but think that this is going to be over sooner rather than later. And, and I, I know I hope that that is the case. Right. But, um, Kelly, uh, Michael announced on his show this morning that they here in South Mississippi have extended spring break. And now you correct me if I'm wrong here, but I, I don't know that they have permanently canceled all spring sports in the High School Athletic Association. Have they canceled them or suspended them at this point? March 30th. Uh, they're going to reevaluate. Okay, so, what's your opinion? What do, what do you think is going to happen? I think I don't think they have a choice but to go along with everybody else. I don't. Um, I, I, it would be a super courageous to go against the grain. Mm-hmm. Um, and any time you're dealing with people's children, you know, uh, in particular, I mean, you talk about erring on the side of caution, right? Uh, and they do have other vehicles available to them like uh you know more and more colleges now are going to these online you know uh things to where technology the teacher can actually be can actually see the the teacher from your computer at home so i would look for i would look for sports to continue i hope it's not the case i hope it's not the case but i would look for the high the entire high school season to be uh you know when they reevaluate on march 27th or march march 30th i think that they'll just pull the plug Mm-hmm. Uh, on the whole thing, because really, based the baseball championships, the state championships are the second weekend in May. Right. Um, so they would be done by the middle of May anyway. Well, and, and but, here's where it's different than college. In college, they're giving them a year eligibility back. And I got to right. get a year of eligibility back. And I had a couple extra years of high school eligibility, but it had nothing to do with anything except my grades. But, Me too, Bob. Yeah. But uh, those kids, you just lose. I mean, if you're a senior baseball yep. player, you're done. I mean, your your high school baseball career is over. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. Um, unless you unless you're going to you know same same type of deal. But if your credits, if you've already amassed the credits you need, you know, I mean. Trust me, I tried to take basket weaving more than one time. And right. Then I you, you I know. know. Yeah. I this is that. how it's going to affect high school kids too, though. We we've talked about just the roster stuff is kind of up in the air, but I, you're going to have I think colleges that may not offer late a high school kid that they would offer normally. And so they're going to lose really on both sides of it. I think in some cases, not in all cases, because I'm, you know, hopefully the NCAA is going to do the roster and the scholarship so that every kid that has committed, he he's able to play. But at the same time, Kelly, don't you think there's going to be some cases where kids banking on a scholarship and because of the roster size expanding, he's not going to get it? Unless Luke, unless the NJCAA and the NCAA divisions one, two, and three, all, all three doesn't offer scholarships, but. <laughs> but with these provisions that they've given these uh-oh, athletes, it's not uh-oh, working. The, it's not working. The, the as a treatment's Kelly. not working as a Kelly. Well, we're in New Mexico. I'm not supposed to tell you I'm in New Mexico. Oh, okay. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but if but with them giving them an extra year of eligibility, I would think a logical next step that they should consider would be to allow scholarship limits to be raised for you know maybe one or two years. Hmm. Yeah. You know, because it's not the kid's fault, you know, and right. it's not the kid's fault that this happened. They've already committed, and the school already has obligations to athletes that are currently there. So I think as they sort this out, that's going to be a bullet point that they're going to have to talk about is the kids that have already committed, if we don't raise the roster, if we don't raise the scholarship limits, then some of those kids are going to get left out in the cold, and it's not, it's not their fault. Yeah. So yeah. it would be logical for me 
to see the you know governing bodies of these schools to raise the scholarship limit for one, if not two years, just until this thing. I think they will. That's what I think well, they will. All right, master plan. Uh, the the only really sports news of the day. The Bengals will sign Tom Brady in free agency and let him groom Joe Burrow. What do you think, Kelly? Luke, Luke, we're trying so hard to keep kids off drugs. (laughs) Um, What do you think about Brady, though? He's done. He's He's no longer a Patriot. He's gone. Well, and so, too, are the Patriots. Ha, 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 Right, right. I heard a, I heard a conspiracy. This is how Brady basically shows the world that it wasn't Belichick the whole time. It was Brady. <laughs> so Brady's going to retire, um, hang out on the beach, and Belichick goes 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't think that'll happen, but it's just fun for fodder for sure. It will be interesting to see how good the Patriots are without Tom Brady, won't it? Well, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's pretty good, and he was his backup. Yeah, you yeah. know, so I, it, it's a system. I don't think there's any doubt about that. That it's a system, and Bray, I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady either. But I'm just saying, whoever the next guy in line is, I just think they're such a well-oiled machine. I don't think they're going to miss a whole lot. And again, until other teams in that division, namely the Jets and the Dolphins, uh, step up to be more consistent performers, you know, where you're just automatically giving the Patriots eight wins a year. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't see the the demise of the Patriots, you know, too far. And I'm hope the Dolphins are making some moves in free agency. You know, they feel like they're they're getting better. They're not sitting still. The Jets have been pretty quiet. So we've got to get. Mm-hmm. I say we, but other teams in the league have got to get those teams to get better in order for New England to come back to right. to the rest of the pack. And it appears Bridgewater's um, out of New Orleans. Yeah, and he's going to Carolina of yeah. all places. And the rumor that I'm reading last night is that is that uh, the Carolina quarterback... Scam Newton? Scam Newton yeah. may follow Rivera to Washington. What do you think about that, Redskins? I don't really like that too much. Really? I, I don't want a cross-dresser on the Redskins. Luke? I was waiting for Kelly to pop Kelly? in on that Kelly? one. Kelly? Oh, no, I, 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 that's got rings all over its chest from where people have been touching it with 10-foot poles. I, I, you know. <laughs> well, Kelly, please keep us advised as to how the experimental treatments are going. And, uh, you know, if, if things get better, let us know. If things get worse, well, then... Watch uh, out for the groundhogs. Yeah. yeah. And you should, you should see this operation here. It's slick. Jackrabbits are big out there, Kelly, so be careful if you're strolling around. We know how you like to work out. so they got uh, antlers on them, too. I got you. We'll check in with you tomorrow, Kelly. Is that good? Thanks, guys. Kelly Santer, everybody, from southwestern U.S., serving his country, and hopefully tomorrow we'll serve the Eagle Hour again at 1 o'clock. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Toyota Hattiesburg brings you the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour every single day, located online, toyotahattiesburg.com, and on Highway 98 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Bob, Luke, and Michael from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. Lots of uh, NFL news. That's really all we got going on the sports front. A lot of NFL news. Looks like uh, Teddy Bridgewater, we mentioned this right before the break, Backup quarterback for the Saints went 5-0 and when Breeze was out this year. He's headed to uh, the NFC South rival, Carolina Panthers, which means mm-hmm. Cam Newton has been uh, released mm-hmm. uh, to seek out a trade. Not let go, but he has been – He they are actively letting him look around for trades. And I don't think he wanted it either. 
Now, so how much did that did those five games that Bridgewater led the Saints to? How much money did that put in the bank account, Michael Merkins, for Teddy Bridgewater? I don't think I can count that high. No, a lot of money. Panthers and, and Bridgewater, according to Chris Mortensen, negotiating a three-year contract in the sixty million range. Wow, really? That that's what they said in the all in uh, going into the offseason that Bridgewater would probably make about twenty a year. That's what they were looking at, and and. It does appear that uh, Tom Brady, I know the Bucks name is out there, but you keep seeing the name of the of the uh, L.A. Chargers. I, I don't know why I still want to say San Diego. Michael makes an interesting point. Brady has some kind of production company. He's starting in Southern California, film production company. Uh, Tom Brady wearing uh, the lightning bolts on his helmet, guys? I, I mean, it, it would it would be good, but – if if you're the Chargers, that's about the only way you're going to fill up half of your stadium is Tom Brady. I just I don't know if 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 Brady would do that. He's going to go somewhere where he can win now. That's mm-hmm. there, there was a, a a meme up and it, the the caption was when you hear that Cam Newton is available via trade and it was Belichick grabbing binoculars and looking. <laughs> so what do you think, guys? Cam uh, Newton in a New England uniform? I don't see him working with that system. Mm-hmm. As good of a quarterback as he is, but that's mm-hmm. just based on his performance and experience up to this point. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the the program yeah. that he needs to be in. But right now, I don't see it. He's a dynamic player. I mean, there's, no, there's no question about that. We should mention former Southern Miss uh, football player Jamie Collins headed to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, yeah. So free uh, agent, free agent yep. signing. Yep. So he's, he's going back with Patricia, who was in New go. England there's with him originally. Yeah. yeah, there's that connection. And Breeze is re-signed, right, at New Orleans? Yeah, that's what we're we're reading. The, I, I got the terms wrong, but yeah, he's uh, looks like he's, he's What was re- his deal? Um, I was looking at a, a, another Twitter account. It wasn't oh. correct information. Uh, Michael's excited. Jimmy Graham to the Bears. Two years, $16 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I think he's going to fit he's in. He's like eight foot two. Yeah. It's going to be perfect. Michael, are the Bears looking for a new quarterback? Or are they sticking with Trubisky? I think they're going to stick with him. Uh, he works with the system. It's just growth. And, of course, mm-hmm. you see that with every quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this will be the season, though, that will decide ultimately if he's the guy or not. Right. Breeze, two years, $50 million. <laughs> Which is a he deal. Me, That's a deal so in today's market. What, Dak turned 50, down 30, 50 33 million. or 34 and they're giving 25? That's over a million a month, guys. We're the same age, and he just makes me feel so old when I watch him play. <laughs> As I'm trying to get him off the floor after playing with my daughter, watching and he's out there, and it's like, what? I, I'm done. He's a great player. There's, there's absolutely How about no the Vikings? They sign Britton Colquitt, punter, right? Mm-hmm. Three years. $9 million. Exactly. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Now, I think the biggest trade of the day, though, was the Houston Texans. Yeah, they send DeAndre Hopkins out to uh, to Arizona, and they get David Johnson and some draft picks back. David Johnson was the best running back in the league two years ago before he got hurt. Now, how about Hobson and Fitzgerald, wide receivers on the, yeah. the Cardinals? And the, the, the good young quarterback they got out of Oklahoma, that's a team – Fair to say? Cardinals on the rise? Yeah, I think they are, and Kingsbury's making it real obvious what he's going to do. He gets mm-hmm. rid of his of a running back, and he signs a stud-wide receiver. Hopkins is top three receiver in the NFL, no questions no asked. Question. And there's rumors that the uh, 
Matt Ryan of Atlanta may be leaving, and that would give an entirely new face to, Who the, knows? to the South. Yeah. Who knows what might happen? The NFC South is totally getting shook up, so no telling what might happen. Cam Newton is obviously not going to be there. Uh, right. We'll wait and see. Well, he, there's no question somebody's going to want Cam Newton, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I guess the rumors. The Redskins? Well, I don't know. The Redskins? You know, you read that, and I think the reason that rumor gets going, obviously, is because of the coach, Rivera. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean Rivera wants to bring his old quarterback over there because, you know, Newton wasn't that great the last couple of years. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. I'm just saying I I just think that's the reason those kind of rumors get started. I've also read a good bit about Phillip Rivers and the Redskins having some interest in Phillip Rivers as a guy that could come in and play a year or two while they try to develop the Haskins kid uh, further out of Ohio State because I'm one of the few people that watched the Redskins last year, but uh, he just was not that effective. You watched them live for about $150 a pop. Watched them get routed by the New York Jets. Thank you, Luke, for bringing that up. 38 See, what you wait. If you're a Redskins fan, Luke can find you club-level seats for $15 the day of the game. I'm going to be calling on you later Let's this fall. There's no question. All right, that wraps it up. Uh, we're going to have uh, a representative of Conference USA on the show tomorrow, we believe, Russ Anderson. Yeah, Russ Anderson. Uh, to talk about uh, all the things occurring with spring sports. And then hopefully the softball coaches is going to join us as well. Until then, be safe out there, everybody. Buy your bread and remember Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top. Into the future. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.